This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's our five of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. We're about to be joined by Jared Sandler live from Surprise where the Texas Rangers got a spring training opening dub against the Kansas City Royals this afternoon. 5-4 was the final. Evan Carter scored a run. Jack Leiter got in and uh, perched a, uh, pitched a, uh, a perfect inning. Uh, so congratulations to the Rangers for opening spring training with a win. We are very excited about that. We're also very excited about the Dallas Mavericks. A 16-0 run to open up the second half last night proved to be the difference. It was Luka with 41-11 and 9 assists and Kyrie with 29. They combined for 70 and outdueled Booker and KD significantly. I know Bradley Beal was not out there, but... This was the first time these teams have faced off with both uh, Luka and Kyrie in there, and you have to give the edge to the Mavs right now as far as if they met up in a series. I think it is a coin flip against everybody at the very worst except for the Denver Nuggets, and by the time we get through these next six games, I might be convinced that I'd pick the Mavs to beat them as well. This is very impressive, and it appears to be a team that doesn't have a significant weakness that could be exploited in a postseason series. Okay, we'll talk more about that. We have a Friday news dump coming up at 620. It's time now for at Jared Sandler on Twitter, our Rangers insider, pre- and post-game show host, and uh, play-by-play man both on radio and TV now. And a good evening, Jared. How are you? Guys, I'm great. The Rangers are 1-0 in Cactus League play. 3-0, here we come, or however many games they play. Let's go, baby. Undefeated. Immaculate vibes no there with the to, to, to paint, set the scene for us as far as the ambience, the energy, and and what we might be able to pick up on radio here as we replay this game coming up at eight o'clock. Well, what I will tell you, and and some of this you won't be able to pick up, some you will. Uh, in, in all seriousness, you you felt what the crowd situation is like for a, a team that is good and competitive, and very specifically, just won the World Series. The the crowd in the backfields for February 23rd was way more than what we're used to. You know, I know it's the, the Cactus League opener and opening days typically do well, but in Arizona, I mean, I don't know, the crowd and surprise on opening day is fine. It's not great. You know, people still have school. It's not, this isn't the, you know, the weekend, uh, but there was a really, really good crowd and a lot of Rangers fans. And that was cool to see. It, it, it's just cool to see. Uh, people uh, really vibing with the Rangers again. And, you know, I'm expecting a, a really exciting spring with that being the case. And, you know, I'm sure that as I was thinking about this the other day, as, as the Rangers play at home and then especially on the road, you're going to see a lot more of a Rangers presence away from Globe Life Field. And that's what happens when you win a World Series. And the reality is, as sad as it is to say, as a DFW sports market compared to other four sport markets, 
we don't have a lot of championships. Mm-hmm. And this is not something that we experience the way that, you know, the L.A. market or the, the Boston, New England market or the New York market has experienced over the last 30 years or so. And so it's a, it's a reminder of what happens when your team wins a championship. And it's kind of cool. Heck yeah, it's kind of cool. All the bells and whistles. They're doing the Bloomin' Onion uh, for you know opening pitch. Yeah, yeah. I mean that the real the real highlight was definitely the uh, the Outback Steakhouse mascot, the Bloomin' Onion and the coconut shrimp out there <laughs> on the mound. I mean, when you when you win a World Series, they don't they don't give you the McDonald's mascots. You get the Outback Steakhouse <laughs> mascot. So you're you know you're rolling in uh, you're rolling in the, the big bucks as an organization. It's a good appetizer there, that coconut shrimp. Oh, yeah, man, really for good. sure. That's amazing. Let's go. Let's go next week. Well, I'm down. We can we can hit the Outback. What was the buzz like for the Wyatt Langford ABs? <laughs> it's funny. Uh, you know, everyone was filming his at bats, and I mean, obviously, I know people know that this is not the case, but you know, there's of course a lot of jokes when he he flies out his first time then grounds out oh you know he's a bust he's over two whatever but you know it's cool that there's excitement there, there there are people who are interested in every move this kid makes and uh you know i'd say that that kind of stinks for him because he should just have the freedom to uh go about his business and get ready for the season and maybe to some degree uh it, it can have a negative impact but this guy played sec baseball he played in the college world series like, i don't think that this is really bugging him and uh you know besides if he's going to you know, the difference when you've got a, a big-time prospect who is, uh, you know, playing or trying to make a bad team versus a big-time prospect who's trying to make a good team, and I, I use this juxtaposition because in the last several years, we've had, you know, quote-unquote big-time prospects who have come up for bad teams. When you're trying to make it for a, a good team, you're going to play in pressure situations. And, uh, you know, you don't you don't get to hide because your team's 20 games out. So, uh, you know, I think the attention and the spotlight's probably, you know, a good thing long term. But it, it's cool. It's cool that the Rangers have, like, you hear people talking about rookie of the year candidates. They have not just one, but two guys who could, uh, you know, legitimately vie for it. And, you know, I think that says a lot about the present, but I think it also says a lot about the future possibilities for this team. It's Jared Sandler here in the nation. You know, speaking of onions and shrimp, Rangers reporter, uh, Sean McFarland told us yesterday that his favorite thing about Arizona is they have all the chain restaurants. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, especially surprise. I mean, this is like retirement capital of Arizona. And, you know, the average age here, as you guys know, is like 70 years old. And, you know, you can get a dinner reservation at 7 or 7.30, but, like, Lord help you if you want to eat at 5.30 because that's when all the, what do they call them, the blue hairs or whatever, that's when they're <laughs> eating. So, yeah, I mean, there's well, really Chuck's not a lot part of, about like, Arizona. What's that? Supper time. It's Woolchuck's favorite yeah. part about Arizona. Big Gilf guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you got too. every you got you got every chain under the sun, and uh, you are you are not lacking in, in the chain game. You are lacking if you're looking for those like specific to surprise, you know, homey kind of restaurants. You're not getting that in surprise. Dude, McFarland got your uh, Wyatt Langford analysis on the first try. How about that? Oh, did he really? Well, I mean, yeah, he's in the clubhouse on a daily basis, staring at the guy. I'm sure. He knows. He's got the finger on the pulse for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what's up. Okay, any uh, any new guys that are shaking up the clubhouse vibe that we need to be aware of? Oh, man. Uh, new guys shaking up the clubhouse vibe. Um, yeah. Guys, you know, the, the, this is a pretty tame group, right? I mean, like you think of the, the big dogs in this team, uh, a lot of them are, are more, you know, even keel than – 
like Elvis Andrews, big personality types. Obviously, you got Nate Lowe. I'm trying to think of like new players. Andrew Kisner's a you know a fun guy to be around. Uh, I'm just going around the diamond. You know, White Langford. He's like very even keel. Not gonna. He's like a Marcus Simeon clone in that regard. Uh, so, man, no. There's. I, I, I'll be honest. And in, in, you know, I reserve the right to change my opinion by the time you guys get here on Sunday. But uh, I would not say that you've got like any big time class Good. clowns or anything uh, that are roaming around the clubhouse pulling pranks left and right. Well, I just know how uh, Grant Williams offended all the maps when he got here. You think you're getting a yeah, new guy. The next yeah. thing you know, you got a new jackass. It's yeah, uh, making no, things I awkward. I, I, don't think, I don't think you have any of that. Good. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, this, this clubhouse misses Austin Hedges, you know, in, in so many different ways, uh, big and small. And he, uh, I, I miss having that guy around. I miss having Will Smith. You know, those are two guys who you can hear him from a mile away. And I'm sure that guys like that will pop up but this is a, a group they're like they're really tight like the returning guys they're really tight and i think the shared experience of winning a world series helps but they're really tight but not in like a loud and boisterous way uh but we also don't have the ping pong table you get the ping pong table you get josh Bores yelling at josh smith and josh smith yelling at josh uh, or brock burke and you know Corey seager just talking trash to all of them we don't have the the club or the, the the ping pong table in the clubhouse, so it doesn't really allow for the competitive juices to really get rolling. We were concerned about who would be the next Austin Hedges for for this clubhouse. I mean, he really kind of took over and seemed like the ultimate type of glue guy and and rallying type of dude during the World Series. Yeah, I'm not just saying this because this guy's also a catcher uh, and also fulfilling a backup catcher role, but I think Andrew Kisner is a candidate for that. He's you know he's beloved. Uh, he was beloved in St. Louis you know, as, as a person. And I think, you know, he is quickly making an impression on his teammates. Um, and on the pitching side, uh, you know, David Robertson, he's, he's, you know, old guard type guy, but he's, you know, he's one of these guys who he, he bounces around and is friends with everyone. Again, not in like a really loud and I'm going to hear you from a mile away type of way, but like, Hey, no, like, Hey, who, who's like a new guy. I asked a few of the players, like who, who's a new guy you really like. And, David Robertson. Like that was like the okay. most common answer today. It's like just just a cool dude, right? It's not like, man, this guy's hilarious or man, this guy rages or anything like that. It's like he's <laughs> just a cool dude. So you gotta you got some of that. But maybe maybe we need Eric to sit on the couch, put his arm around some guys and, and try and inject some of that rage in them. We don't want the Bobby Belt raging where it's like, I just learned how to drink, so I'm gonna like chug uh, like four beers and have three shots to show you I know how to drink in ninth grade yeah. and then pass out five minutes later. We need like the, I can party, but like I'm going to be able to hang for a while because I'm not going to, you know, just pass out after, you know, alcohol touches my tongue. Well, I, I definitely need to talk strategy with you in regards to how to execute the uh, the chair uh, or the couch situation here in the clubhouse this year. So we're going to have to chop that up. I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous about it. I think, I think we're going to be in great hands when you just sit there I think you just need Nathaniel Lowe to sit there and mm. uh, and be minding his own business. You just come up and put your arm around him. And uh, but that that if we can get Rich Rice on board uh, and make sure that you know maybe I don't know like Marcus Simeon is either aware or not going to side eye you. Uh, you know, as kind of one of the veteran leaders, that should be like a bit each day. It's just you like unsuspectingly go sit next to someone on you know on the couch. If they're doing the crossword, you like start like trying to help them with the answers. <laughs> if they're playing cards, you like you know, hey, like can I jump in or something like that? 
that would be awesome. I wish we could film that. That'd be a, a great, uh, a great little bit. Oh, my stomach hurts thinking about it. Oh, this but I'm should, excited. Th- this should be epic. This is definitely a bet payoff if you do it again. You got immunity. For oh that, my gosh, yeah. That's, Thank that's you. insane. Oh yeah, you can have immunity. What do we do? How how do we maximize the value <laughs> of, of Foskey and Durant for this? Do you, do we want to just keep them around just in case you need great hitters to to step into your lineup, or should they be trade pieces, or 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 how do you make the most out of this? Yeah, I mean, listen, neither guy is is, uh, you know, the type of player where you're like, no, I mean, I'm not, it's not even worth listening on them. But at the same time, uh, you know, you shouldn't be in a rush to trade any of them. You know, Ezekiel Duran, it, it's interesting how this works, right? Like he, he had such a great first half and then he sort of tapered off. And, you know, the team, we forget what it's like when you have a team that's playing for something. And so he, he didn't get playing time towards the end because he was struggling and the Rangers weren't in, you know, develop mode. They were in win mode. And, you know, it doesn't change the fact, though, that this guy – uh, around the all-star break had really, really good numbers. He had like all-star type numbers. He just didn't have the, the, you know, the plate appearances. Uh, and he is a guy who's got a very bright future. Uh, he, he makes, you know, perfect sense on this team uh, because his versatility as an infielder and an outfielder, he is not a bad defensive player. I think it was tough for him last year, bouncing around spending, you know, one month at short and then having to play some third and then having to play some left. Uh, but he is a very capable uh, defensive player, and I think that he's only going to get better and more disciplined as a hitter. He's still young, right? Like, he, he still really doesn't have a whole lot of uh, plate appearances. It's not like it's been three years and we're still waiting on this guy. Uh, now, if you can make a move that makes sense, sure. The one thing I'd caution you is, remember, Josh Young is is still on track to be ready by opening day, but you know, he's never really gone through an entire season healthy at the major league level, the minor league level, whether it's a freak injury or not. You know, Corey Seager's had some, you know, IL stints along the way, and, you know, he might not be ready on opening day. So the left side of your infield, you know, there's opportunity for someone like Ezekiel Durant to potentially get an increased role, much like he did last year. Now with Justin Foskey, you know, a lot of the Justin Foskey conversation, if everyone stays healthy, is tied to White Langford because, I don't know that you keep both those guys on the roster. Justin Foskey really doesn't have a lot of position flexibility. Uh, he's learning first base. Uh, and, and, you know, he, I guess he can play third, but you really don't want to play in there. He's kind of a DH and then maybe a second baseman. Uh, and so if he's there, he's going to DH. Well, you're not going to keep White Langford if he's not DHing the majority of the time unless one of the outfielders get hurt. So with Foskey, maybe he's a little more expendable, but, you know, I'd really be curious to see what that bat looks like at the big league level because he's one of the few guys who walked more than he struck out at the minor league level last year. He's a very advanced hitter. And if there's a way you can find a bat for him, I think you're going to end up being better off for it. Uh, but he's also someone who could end up getting moved. The one thing I'll say, guys, too, the last thing with this, uh, you, you have this situation where it's like, gosh, Justin Foskey should be a major leaguer, but there's not room. Well, we should trade him. You know, the Dodgers have done this better than anyone. Uh, and Gavin Lux is, is the guy that comes to mind. Just because a guy deserves to be a major leaguer and there isn't much that he has left to prove in the minors and there's not really a spot for him in the majors doesn't mean you need to trade him because chances are someone's going to get hurt and that guy will have a role at some point, even if it's not right away. Uh, and so I think with Justin Foskey, well, it stinks for him, right? Uh, organizationally, I don't think they need to be in a rush to move him because chances are, whether it's on opening day or not, both Wyatt Langford and Justin Foskey are going to have opportunities to get a lot of the bats of this game. 
God bless you, Jared. Is there anything else about this uh, Rangers team you want to tell us before we let you go? Fellas, no, but I'm excited to see Nathan Avaldi tomorrow, likely going to be the opening day starter, and they're going to really, really need him to be big, especially trying to weather the storm uh, that, you know, the injuries with the rotation until some of those guys get healthy. There he goes. He's at Jared Sandler on X, a must-follow for Rangers fans everywhere. As uh, We're rocking here with you on a Friday night in the GBAC Nation. An abbreviated get-right coming up 7-8, to eight, and then you'll be able to hear today's Rangers game against the Royals at 8 o'clock from Surprise. Okay, Friday News Dump, Chief. What do we got? Yeah, man, we got a lot of Mavs stuff. We might have to uh, bust open a rim sesh at some point over the course of the next 20 minutes or so. We'll do that next year in the nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.